Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Just climb down, baby. Per capita export value. Libraries. Are you embarrassed by your behavior today? There's, there's a lot of bleeding hearts around. Do you have the fortitude or the gonads to stand up and come across here and say that to me, you son of a bitch? Just watch me. He certainly went too far, Mr. Speaker, when he st- I saw him stick his tongue out. Contemptuous disregard. More than a slab of bacon talking here. The disappointment you also feel is my responsibility. I lost my temper. What is the nature of your thoughts? The word was F-A-R-T. Hello and welcome to Canadian Politics is Boring. I'm Reese, and with me is Jesse. Hello! Who's, who's eaten birthday cake. This birthday cake because it's my birthday! It's Jesse's <laughs> birthday. Oh, not did, today. It was soon. Did, it was, did re- you, did it was you, around. It was around this, the time of this episode, but not quite yeah. the time it was released. But. Did you? Did you have a good birthday? Oh yeah, so much sugar. Mm. Yeah, it's great. Oh yeah, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Do you have anything nice or? Like you didn't. Lego, you or? didn't. You didn't even know it was my birthday. I had. A I didn't know it was your birthday. I don't I care. Didn't. So. <laughs> Yeah, I got that. I, I definitely I got know. that I feeling know. at all. I didn't know. I, I struggled to remember my own, so don't take it personally. <laughs> no, but you did send me a delightful video of you dancing. Well, you asked for it, so. I did ask for it, yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you did it. You actually did it. You, and it was the, the silliest dance. You just Your legs were swinging off to the right and the left while you were clapping. And then you turned into a gif. 
<laughs> I turned it into you into a gif. Yeah. I know, yeah, exactly. Great. Exactly. I'm just re- yeah. repeating on loop you dancing forever. That's, that's how my, how, my how did you how did you feel about the the Battle of Ottawa during your birthday or did you not pay any attention to I it? I don't pay attention to that shit. You know that. I sent you a link <laughs> I sent you a link to a live stream. Mhm. Did you did And you I look? I opened it and I watched it and I'm like, "Oh, literally nothing is happening." People are filming the protesters, and then I think it was the protesters filming. I don't know. Nothing was happening. Absolutely yeah. nothing. So, but anyway, it, it can, this is what the, this episode is going to be about. This again? But no, no, no. It's going to be because uh, do you know what? I was watching it all, and I started to record some audio and put it together, and go, "Hey, let's talk about what happened." But then I'm kind of like, it doesn't really matter what happened. I think what matters more is about what happens after it. If that makes any sense. No, <laughs> but yeah, okay, whatever, I don't care. I mean, I got cake, I'm happy. You're talking to me a mouthful, it's disgusting. It's a mouthful of cake, buddy. It's We're going to get a one-star review from this cake munching. Great podcast, interesting history, horrible fucking cake eating. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> I feel like people eating cake. <laughs> I feel like cake crumbs being sprayed into a microphone. You'll love this show, one star. <laughs> so, but anyway, the... The reason the reason I want to talk about it is because I'm uh, I actually I kind of when I was watching it I was one of those people going yeah finally they're gone this is this is kind of been crazy why didn't they move them out sooner but actually afterwards now I'm kind of more worried about the future than I was about what was happening then if that yeah that's what I'm of course because it's not like these people disappeared <laughs> there's no exactly, there. exactly so like, I will I will t- I will comment on one thing and I was telling people about this. When I went onto our Twitter feed and I saw what you posted, or not posted, but retweeted what other people have said, and I'm—I'd love to think this is true. This might have been tongue-in-cheek. This might have been so completely made up to to point out the ridiculousness of the nature of the whole thing. I don't know. I'd really, really love to think that this was true, where a large amount of unmasked, anti-vaxed convoy protesters gathered in a crowd. And then mysteriously started getting symptoms of an unknown illness. <laughs> yeah, there was a conspiracy. I thought it was amazing. Right. And all of the symptoms just happened to coincide with COVID-19. Exactly. But in no way, shape, or form could it have been COVID-19 because, and I'm not making this up, at least this might have been made up, but not by me, because it was clearly radiation sickness from the government's secret laser rays that they used to attack the crowd with. Exactly. That, that's where they, it, it couldn't, Is possibly, the, please, be, hold couldn't on, possibly be COVID. Please tell me that that's true. I don't know. It's social media. You've got to take it with a pinch of salt or oh, a grain of salt, God, as Canadians true. say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's just like, oh my God, so amazing. So ma- and see, this this is this is this is what I've, I've been saying this for years, years. Okay. You can't fight crazy. You cannot argue crazy. You can't yeah, do yeah. it. People try it. Hold on, let me go with let me I think I've I think I've gone down this road before, but just let me bring it up again. Okay. You can't fight crazy. You can't argue crazy. You can try. Right, but you'll never get anywhere. You can try, like, okay, someone with their crazy ideals have come to me and telling me their crazy ideals. I've got this giant bag of logic and facts. I shall surely win this argument, says every person on the planet who tries this and fails every single time. You can't argue with crazy, but you can out crazy them. 
It's really, you get on their side, you agree with them, totally lying, of course, but you just agree with them, you know, backing up everything that they're saying. And then together as a group, you then start talking about your ideals to a third party. And then you go even fucking crazier than them, making them question themselves and making them question you like, hold on, wait, I didn't subscribe to them. What are you talking about? What? No. Like, Anyway, it's the whole like laser, you know, the laser ray, the government, the secret government fucking laser ray. How can you outdo that level of crazy to make them question their own sanity? But this is what this is what I want this episode to be about. The fact that you do have a large group of people who now are well-funded internationally and nationally and have a national support base. So this is no... How are they well-funded? They raised millions, like from around the world. Donations would be made, which is why one of the reasons the Emergencies Act came in was to freeze all the funds that were pouring in, because like they had uh, a convoy there for three weeks. They had hot tubs, they had saunas, they had supply of fuel and food. It was incredibly well organized and well funded for them to be able to maintain their presence in Ottawa. I gotta say, that's I don't care who you are, that's impressive. Exactly, and that, and that's the thing. That's, that's the thing that's more scary. I mean. I, I've got some audio for you. So it was a really surreal. I grabbed some audio from different, some different live streams. And as the police were surrounding the convoy that had been there for three weeks, the mood there was really surreal. So I'm going to just play this audio for you. It's a All mixture right. of different things I'd kind of spliced together. All right. They're basically, somebody's explaining what to do if you get arrested or what you do, what happens when you get arrested. Four, three. So, you have the right to remain silent, you have the right not to incriminate yourself, you have the right to ask for immunity, you have the right not to talk to the police unless you have legal representation, you have the right not to ID yourself unless you're under arrest, and you have the right to say, I do not answer questions, and walk away. But do so peacefully, respectfully, and cooperatively. And then what happened was you had people building, shoveling snow, they were building snow forts to try and stop the police. I saw that! <laughs> they know the police's secret weakness. Snow. Keep listening. This soon there's someone describing the snow shovelers. The desperation in people's eyes really tells a lot. Which we have the right to do. So thank you. Thank you so much for standing here with us and being on the right side of history. I stood up here a couple of weeks ago and I said that I will go broke standing here. I want you to know something. I cashed my first RSP in four days ago to pay some bills. So, Jason, I would take a vote for that man any day. So, I'm not going anywhere, and I've met a lot of amazing people too. So, so the party atmosphere had completely gone, and there were people talking about how to get arrested and how to make a stand. And then this happened, which was really weird. It's an acapella. dogs started joining in exactly exactly so you can kind of see like all the party atmosphere i was went. really waiting to see if he could hit that high note and he did not no no he <laughs> didn't. He kind of bo- not he that kind i of- could but just no, no, still, exactly. yeah. <laughs> so like as that happened i was like oh this is the end they sound so demoralized everyone's just 
explaining how best to get arrested and they've cashed in like they some, some quite savings. I'm quite impressed and, with their organization skills, like uh, honestly. Yeah. So and, and then so I was kind of like, oh, but then 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 I started noticing that like um the logistics camp out, was moved outside of Ottawa quietly. The police didn't even like attempt they, they focused on downtown, but there was this logistics camp feeding supplies to them just outside of the city and they dismantled it quietly and moved it onto private land. It's now built on a farm somewhere else, um, outside of Ottawa. So they kind of the supply chain still exists that was there. So they could easily continue to kind of keep launching new protests and can you them. can you tell me because again i only get my news through you and my friend ryan that's, that's worrying it. yeah uh, um that's wonderful i gotta tell you <laughs> um can you sum up because i know it started with like we want to be able to cross the border without vaccine passports is it the entirely still about that or has it evolved it kind of is it evolved so it was kind of hijacked by the kind of like right-wing media globally which is why so much international money kind of came in to support them and then also it was kind of it was about what sorry i totally blanked off i was thinking about cake it it started off as like a thing about crossing the 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 kind of border with a vaccination and then then it kind of evolved into something else and generally it was just loosely people who are angry about all the lockdown measures and how it's affected their business and also people who want to murder trudeau um right all these different things but honestly like there are people who are getting pulled into this who have just had their finances and way of life affected by um like you know the, the what was happening during lockdown and they're so i mean everybody's s- scared angry upset that they've been pulled towards this so the danger is is that this has been a really kind of like effective protest that has been a great recruiting tool and has unified all these different different kind of like fringe groups is unified the far right is unified all those um, smaller anti-vax protests used to get for the last two years they were they've all been scooped up by this kind of single movement It's unified a bunch of fringe groups in, in one place and like this they're, they're still really angry so um press like pr- uh, tv crews were being attacked in like um ontario and bc i've got an audio clip of a, a huge group of people chasing a ctv crew to their why were they why were they chasing the news? What did the news fucking do? Because they think they're lying. They're like telling them that they're ashamed of them and that they're part of like the, the, the you know, the secret government lies and everything we're being told. Let me play this clip to you. It's terrifying. First of all, they're running away with their cameras. And then the second part, they're in the car and they're surrounded by... Is this video? Can you send me this? this I want to see this. I'll send you the video, but this is the audio. I want to see the video. Shame on you, you disgusting, filthy human being. Disgusting, filthy human being. You're a filthy human being. You're disgusting. Keep this guy. He got two dollars. I don't get paid by two dollars. So right now they're in the car and they're surrounded completely by all the protesters again. You're recording this, right? Because I don't know how we're going to get out of here, buddy. 
Yeah, it's pretty scary. I, I, I don't know, man. Like, that's amazing. I don't know if I call it scary. It's amazing. Cool. If I were, if that was you, and you had to have a police police escort out. Of- I don't. I didn't see the video, but like, if it, it sounded amazing, I would have been like, I don't know. I'm all for a big story. If something crazy happens to me, and I can get a really good story out of it. I'm pretty happy usually. <laughs> Yeah, so. but I think they were like genuinely terrified. Like, uh, really? I, I'll send you the video. It's pretty scary. I don't. I mean, like you should have seen the the look in those people's eyes. You were saying they're disgusting and you're filthy and you need exactly. a bar of soap and a shower and maybe a, yeah. <laughs> a nice hot meal and some axe maybe spray. Have some. Have a blankie and uh, and just can maybe a nap. And what's wrong with you? You're funded by Trudeau and yeah, whatever, but. Man. In my head, like that was like that was. This is not set- scary. This is not. This is not terrifying. This is not scary. It it's is a bunch see- of yelling. It's a bunch of yelling. That's all it is. If if what? these were violent, like there's other countries where protests become incredibly violent and murderous, actually fucking murderous, and that shit is scary. This is a bunch of angry people yelling in your face. That's it. Like if this is actually broken out where their people were being murdered and set on fire and shit. Like yeah, I'd be scared for them. But it's a bunch of angry fucking yahoos who are just trying to make a big splash and. They want to be heard. Everyone wants to be heard, and no one's listening. I, everyone's I, screaming. I agree with you. I, I personally, I wouldn't. I would be intimidated if I was in that situation. Um, I wouldn't necessarily think I was about to be set on fire, but it wouldn't be nice. Like people are getting spat on and and everything. Sure. It's, no, it's I just wouldn't. I just scary. wouldn't. I wouldn't use the term terrifying or you know, it's not. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Interesting, yeah. fascinating story to it tell the kids later. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. But but here's where my mind goes, and like this is like so. You think about it, like a lot of the people have been recruited because they're afraid right now. Understandably so. Everything's been weird. It's, there's a lot of a lot of fear being going on, and during the pandemic, people. I will. Were, I will say that I don't know. I don't know a ton about uh, world history and world events and wars and other protests and regime and like dictatorships and whatnot. But like these people saying that they're oppressed and these people saying that they're genuinely terrified for their lives and their freedoms don't know what they're fucking talking about. I yeah, can know, yeah. I can say that much. No, no, no. But, but also <laughs> confidently there's relative though, they might have lost their ability to, to, to earn money because they lost their jobs because they don't want to get vaccinated or for economic reasons. Maybe they got laid off by their companies. So sure. a lot of people, and I think that fear in some people has turned to anger. And of course, and, and the danger is this is really widespread. And like fear the, turns to anger. Anger exactly. turns to hate. Exactly. Hate turns to suffering. Those that CTV crew could have been shot by lightning from people's fingers. They're lucky that they didn't. But this is but some of the some of the things that I found really interesting was that a lot of the protesters in the live streams were crying at the police because they thought they genuinely believed the police would turn and join them against Trudeau because a lot of them were kind of like, I was back the blue and, you know, they, they supported the police um, and sided with the police during like the, uh, you know, BLM protests and things, for instance. Um, oh, and was kind my, of, I mean, would, they, 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 I can understand why they think that the police would join them as my, my buddy Howie says, the police were, weren't there doing a job. The police were there networking. Well, exactly. <laughs> but also, but then when they actually cleared them out, they were like really shocked. So a lot of them were like, you know, they. I think they trusted the institution of the police to like side with them in the name of freedom. And a lot of them now, they already distrust the media. They distrust the government. There's not much. If you if you're starting to distrust a lot of the main institutions of government, 
you don't really see there's not really much left for you to believe in in terms of Canada in the state of Canada or like the, the that's true room. so that's the danger is that kind of like now they've they've been through this there's been this rallying call they're well funded they're well organized they don't trust anyone at, at any level of the government anymore especially the police so they I can't blame them honestly you know it's it's been a really weird number of years where like, misinformation been has been is, is now a fucking commodity exactly you know, it is it really is right and like it's so like do i agree with them no can i blame them no <laughs> I, I get and it and also i don't think politicians do a great job of like actually i don't know i just don't think politicians generally are good enough to deal with how complex this is <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I, I mean, look at us. We do a horrible job of figuring out how complex this is. No, exactly. But, but like, we don't pretend that they just have to stand there and bullshit that they know and they can fix everything. You know, I would love just fucking once to have a politician be like, I, I don't know what to do, guys. Anyone have any <laughs> ideas? You know, like. But also, there's like, so a more extremist part of a minority has been united. And I'm not saying that everyone who supports the kind of thing is it's got the potential to be an extremist but there are far-right extremists in there and this could make more people um be willing to be more extreme if they're more disenfranchised with government and, and the country and even like you can remember during the during the election i said about the fact we talked about the pbc splitting the the conservative like the right vote um yeah. The, the vote on the right wing and that i kind of my, my point was that that's not what happened in the uk it just dragged the mainstream conservatives further right and that's exactly what right. happened with doing this like Aaron O'Toole is gone and now they've got a which woman. is which is sad honestly like it's, he was a great muppet and i think it would have been like a, it would have been really neat to have a prime minister a muppet as a prime minister so like <laughs> exactly. just... no but but also but he, i personally i don't think he was that mainstream or he used to be and then he kind of like became more populist right just to, to kind of become leader and, well he liked you know, banana bread so he did know, love, and he lightsabers did so like you know exactly he's always a little left leaning Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. So the, the mainstream Canadian political party, like they're called, you know, there's not many progressive left in there now to be a progressive conservative party. I, I think I've, I think I've summed up the the extreme left and the extreme right pretty well, honestly. Like if, just in like yeah, really yeah. really short sort of concise sentences. The extreme left being we need to take care of the planet and we need to aggressively take care of everyone around us. And the extreme right is I don't care how many people die as long as I get my money. 
that's I think that sums it up nicely. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But, the, but then the other thing as well is now they've got the the Emergencies Act, which was to block the international financing. So, like the People's Convoy official website, official Facebook group has like eighty seven thousand members. Um, most of its administrators of the Facebook group are based in the U.S. Um, like Fox News aired eight hours of programming about the convoy in Canada. So a load of money is flooded through uh, in terms of donations domestically from the US and from Australia, the UK, from around the world. So the the idea is that maybe while that individual like protest is broken down in Ottawa and won't happen to that scale again, the the structure that allowed it to happen still exists and it also made a lot of people they become celebrities and influencers and grew their influence for the three weeks who were there and also if you had three people three weeks worth of people all bonding together feeling like it was them versus the world they've all networked and bonded you said like the police were there to network but everybody else is there to network you've got friendships and bonds that have been built out of that well, you know it's, it's something you go to these places like a party Right, yeah. like it's it's not. I uh, yeah. Have, okay, have you seen Twenty Eight Days Later? I have. So there's. I'm, I'm going to be paraphrasing because it's been a long time since I've seen it. But uh, they show up to this, you know, this guy's fort, this bunker, uh, and they're brought in as guests because you know whatever, and they're set down to dinner, and the chef, the chef in quotes, brings out eggs. And they're like, oh my God, we have we have eggs. Oh, what a treat. What a delightful treat. Please sit down. Let's have some eggs. And they start to eat. And the eggs are very clearly spoiled. And he spits it out. And he's like, dude, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm sorry. I added salt and seasoning to it to try to hide the fact that these eggs were spoiled. And it didn't work. But he hoped that it would. I always knew that there were a great deal of uneducated, ignorant, dare I say, flat out stupid people. And I always knew that there was a lot of corruption in the world and that we were kind of hiding it with a bunch of salt and seasoning and hoping you won't really notice just how much corruption and just how many stupid people there are because we've put a great deal of salt and Mrs. Dash on, on the top of everything that we show you so that you're really only paying attention to that. And for the past two years, this pandemic has shown me the massive, massive amount of salt and seasoning that we have been trying desperately as a culture in North America, the world, to hide just how intensely corrupt politicians and corporations are and just how incredibly stupid people are, which is tied together, by the way. Corporations and politicians desperately want to keep people stupid because it's easier to rule them. And it's just, it's just, I know that sounds like a conspiracy theory, but like, it's, it's, it's not, no one sits on the throne twiddling their thumbs going, how can I rule more corruptly or whatever? It's all about greed. That's it. Just the quickest route to greed. That's it. Anyway, so it's just, it's mind boggling to me how many stupid people and how many corrupt people have come out of the fucking woodwork the past two years. I always knew they were there. I had no idea how much there were. Just, it unfucking real well also i mean the, the jesse rant over no that's fine no, <laughs> you, you can, like you can understand why people are against like i mean honestly i kind of feel like something that would diffuse this massively is if trudeau hugs 
Care Bears. No, no. I, I honestly think Trudeau has become such a boogeyman for this movement that if he stepped down, it would make it would instantly help defuse partially. Honestly, Reese, it wouldn't matter who but the, was was in the charge of the country. It wouldn't matter. No, no, no. But my, my point is, is that they per, a lot of it is so personally directed to him. Of course, it would, but it wouldn't matter if if it was him or anybody else. It would, it, somebody, it would be personally directed at that person who was ever in charge. But I, I think at the level of which it's directed at him is, is almost the same level as which we make fun of Stephen Harper on this podcast. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but so, so the government brought in the Emergencies Act, which has been like, was used mainly for the financial aspect. So using powers to kind of... Right, we, want to, we want to stop them from funding themselves, so we'll call yeah, it an emergency we're just going to freeze act. Their so bank can, accounts and right, stuff. but it gives yeah. them a reason to do that. Yeah, yeah but, but my argument is that in the short term is quite a smart way of stopping all this kind of money flowing and, and funding the protest. But if you... People have lost in, uh, trust and faith in all the other institutions. If that includes the, they've, they've lost their faith in their ability to do banking, then... And have money, then <laughs> what, when, once you take once you take away that's people's a good point, that's stake a really in society, good point. and they've lost everything, what do you expect them to do when they've got nothing to lose? That's a really good point. Oh, oh, but we're gonna find out though. Let's just exactly, wait. and that's my point. Is that <laughs> once you if you keep take take taking from them, even if you agree disagree with them and everything that's going on, the danger is. And I know that like they've targeted the organizers, and there's been misinformation saying, oh, this woman who was on minimum wage donated $50 and had her account frozen, which hasn't been proven. And, you know, there's all these kind of scare stories. But ultimately, even if you just target the core group, that's still, that core group can could become a radical fringe group that were willing to do extra stuff that beyond, um, beyond kind of, you, you said like, oh, they weren't setting anyone on fire. They weren't attacking anyone in that group. But when you've got like a a, a national network of people who are bonded, they know each other, they trust each other, and they're funded internationally by a global network. They can do a lot. They've already achieved quite a lot. But there's, if they wanted to become, if the the more extreme elements wanted to push it further, what the, you know, the the unintended consequences of this is that they they could. And if you've taken, I mean, it's it's a it's akin to like the the homelessness problem, you know, or even poor. A resident like uh, housing crisis, yeah, which is you know, a lot of governments' immediate response to this is to just get rid of them, yeah, get, just make them, them make them someone else's problem. But that doesn't make, make, that doesn't make, make the problem go away. That just it's, it's no, a no, very it's like make a park bench that people can't sleep on because it's too uncomfortable. Like, right, and as long as as long as homeless aren't in our city, then it's not our problem anymore. Is their sort of idea, and it's a horrible idea because they don't disappear. No, <laughs> you know no, exactly, exactly. And so yeah, them them just doing everything they can to stop this protest without doing their best to address as ridiculous as they might be to address their needs and concerns, you're right. They're just going to keep building and building elsewhere. And then they're going to come back. Maybe, maybe not. It, I don't know. <laughs> but, but also as well, if you, know, if, you, if you take away everything that matters. This is a very, this is a very serious episode with the exception no, no, of my, no, is, my Yoda is. impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and eating a mouthful of cake. This is why I don't think we should do more modern episodes because it's all very, very we, fucking serious. Next episode will be something crazy from the past this fun just funny i hope so that's yeah, it yeah. that's reese's promise to you dear listener thanks for <laughs> thanks for listening to us rant about current events i haven't finished yet oh good yeah no, no, no. <laughs> but also i wanted to like oh, so, you better so, hurry up i want more cake okay well but my, but my point is as well is that you don't even need a lot of people for 
this kind of well-funded network to cause problems. So, mm. you know, the IRA, the Irish Republican Army. I, yeah, not well. So they they operated from like the late 60s to like 1969 to 2005. They only had about, is estimated about 10,000 members during that period, which isn't a lot of people. Right. Um, and, but they, they effectively killed uh, what's known to be about 1,700 people. Jesus. Um, they, they, like for instance, when I was a kid, there were always bombs going off and and in the, in the news. So they almost killed Margaret Thatcher, the Prime Minister, uh, in 1984. They almost killed the Prime Minister John Major in 1991. They they set bombs off in Harrods. They used to do. Um, there was a pub bomb in 1974 that killed 28 people, um, and they were funded largely by um, organized crime uh, and donations from Irish Americans, and um, they had training given to them by um, Eastern Bloc countries in Europe and places like Libya. So this was a small group of people, but they were highly motivated because they felt wronged and they, they felt they had a cause to fight for. Um, and they had just they were well organized, they were well funded, and they effectively kind of really changed people's everyday lives, even though they were a very small minority. And I'm not saying that this is what it'll become, but it doesn't Just because it, these guys are well funded does not mean that they're going to become specialized no, no, no. ops no, overnight. But, <laughs> no, no, but, but but my point is is that is that small groups like that, they might not be setting bombs off, but they could effectively disrupt everyday life for the next 30 years if they if it carries on and maintains and sustains itself it might be through peaceful protest it might be through nonviolent means but it means that you know a small group of well-funded people with that network can can you know do a lot to disrupt everyday life i think mm. yeah and, and then it disrupts politics it dis- disrupts your ability to kind of just do normal things and feel like you're living in a in a kind of civil country I haven't felt like I've been living in a civil country for a very long time, Reese. <laughs> and I've got something really creepy to play for you. Oh, good. So as all the truckers were being sent home from Ottawa, um, supporters were getting their kids to record messages and to send them to the truckers. And I, I Who found, was sending who to what now? So people who supported the convoy, the Occupy kind of protest movement, oh, geez, using got their kids, kids to record messages and gross. listen to these. Thank you for supporting and fighting for our freedom. Thank you, truckers. I really hope that the government says no to the vaccines and masks again. Thanks um, for trying to stop the vaccine and masks. I have to wear the mask at school. I can't breathe. And it's annoying how you have to get vaccinated to do things. And I'm very happy you truckers are doing this so I can go back to my normal life and have fun with my friends and so my dad can get back on the road with you guys. Because if it works out, then I can go back to school and see my friends again. Thank you, truckers. I really want our freedom back. Thank you, truckers, for doing this. Screw to Trudeau and keep on trucking. Go, go, truckers. You got this. You got this. And, um... Truckers, burn, burn him. Like, he's bad. He, you should burn him. Thank you, truckers, for keeping our life. Jesus Christ, you should burn him? Yeah. I, I, I find that heartbreaking. Of course. They're just kids. They don't know any yeah. better. But also, like, it, it, and the level you shouldn't of... use Using your kids as leverage to your, is disgusting. Yeah. But also, <laughs> you kind of go, but then... If if we don't address the issue going on now, and this carries on as a movement, those kids will be adults in fifteen years' time. And if yeah. that's kind of the yeah. world, how they view the world is, the 
problem just perpetuates itself in terms of the division that's going on. So how do you kind of, how do you get um, a household or a family like that? How do you engage with them? You know, if they live in your neighborhood and how can you kind of like allow them to get to know people who see the world differently and, and kind of, so how do, how, do you, how do you tackle it? So it's, I mean, in my opinion, it's it's kind of a lost cause currently, and we do have to tackle the children. We not physically because that would be <laughs> horrible. Just knock them over. Them over yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a question posed a long time ago about like if you could change one single thing about this planet to make the entire world a better place, what would it be? And the comment thread was filled with all kinds of different wonderful ideas. And my idea was to have free better, more universally accessible education for everyone. Because, in my humble opinion, almost every single problem that we face in this world today can be brought down to ignorance, lack of education, just not knowing what they're doing, not understanding the facts, as you know, as Chris uh, Chris Rock put it, there's math, and then everything else is is uh, arguable, <laughs> right? And and when we when we have throngs of people who are uneducated, unable to access education, okay, unable to access uh, groups of people who it's just it's just that's where all the problems stem from. Everything, you know, so. yeah, and I think as well, like mockery and dismissal. If you if you have free if you have free universities okay free classes with with trusted members of you know if you've okay I don't know anyway I don't know what I'm saying <laughs> no but, but my my point my the point I want to make is that mockery and dismissal of people isn't going to win them back to kind of absolutely not no it isn't so I'm no like, I how, agree with you on that of course so you know what point do we start to get them um, you know. <laughs> what point are we going to be able to get them kind of back around the table and, and kind of accomplishing you and your reasonable fucking points of no, but, but that, but that's it, those <laughs> being are, reasonable and nice all the time. But the thing is, those, I'm with the, you. I agree. Those kids, those kids are probably not even in mainstream school. I imagine that because of the mass mandate, they might be just, being homeschooled. They don't know. They're just repeating whatever their parents are telling exactly, them. Exactly. But, but my point is, is that like, it's, it, it's not a problem that's just going to go away. No. And, and I don't think that politicians, uh, people people don't know how to communicate anymore. No, no, they, I, just, they, I just don't think they're very good at, they don't think they have the ability to really understand this problem and deal with it in a way that goes beyond how they, they're used to normally dealing with problems. Politicians, I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. So I think everybody else is going to have to do it. Starting with us. Exactly. No, but yeah. that's my point. Is we can't just go, oh, I hope there's going to be a new law or a policy or some kind of act that's going to fix this. It's not. It's something we've all got to do. Well, all right, then let me put in our, our call to action, which is if you know someone who has a different opinion than you. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but aggressively being opinionated in the opposite direction of someone who believes differently than you, trying to get your point across, how often has that worked in convincing them that what you're saying is right? How often in the past number of years, have you succeeded in changing someone's mind by yelling the opposite of what they're saying back in their face? 
And everyone's doing it now. You've got different sides pointing fingers, shouting angrily their opinions at other people who are angrily pointing fingers back at them and shouting their opinions back. How effective is this? Can we just take a step back and just really, just really look at this <laughs> and ask exactly. ourselves how, I mean, it makes us feel good because yay, anger, I guess, right? But like how if effective has this been? I'm going to say 0% effective. And the best way to start to, to, to heal is to, 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 you're right, Reese, you're right, is to have, to build on communication skills. And that but, means listening. If everyone's yelling, nobody's listening. But also I would say, don't tackle it head on. Don't go up, hey, you're the anti-vax neighbors on my street. Um, hey, um, and then you don't, you know, you, you just got to just make sure you don't block or um, give up on people who you've seen share those things or talk about those things. Don't go, right, they're, not, they're not my friend anymore. You, right. can, you can still be their friend and talk about the other 99.9% of other things that they, you normally talk about. Right, um, exactly. I think further kind of isolating ourselves, it only hurts more because they'll just go to people, they'll go, oh, fine, I'll just spend time, more time with more people who agree with exactly all the things I agree with. And that's the reason people are in that position in the first place. So I think it's not even like, it's just making sure that you don't consciously isolate people because of an opinion they expressed in the last month. It's it's kind of trying to let them know that people who don't agree with them are also human and still neighbors and still friends and you can still have a relationship with them. Um, finding finding common ground. Exactly. Because there's so many other things you do agree on. You yep. just definitely don't agree on this and that's fine. <laughs> you know what I mean? And the, you know, the only reason... It's not you, fine, but it's a really good starting point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's fine. Finding commonality and finding ways to communicate instead of jamming your opinion down someone else's throat and hoping that it sticks. And don't hope that somebody else is going to come up with a magic formula to do it. You right. have to do it. That's my point. So get on out there. <laughs> <laughs> do we yeah. have a name? Do we have a name for our Canadian politics is boring fans? Do we have a like our CPIBs? That's not the CPIBs. <laughs> I like the CPIBs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so CPIBs. <laughs> <laughs> just 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 be nice just be nice there you go this has yeah. been a long fucking episode i hope you edit this down this is <laughs> i will edit it out okay, yeah. okay no, good, this has yeah, yeah. been good but yeah so jesse are you worried for the future now or not you still don't care i don't give a shit no, we're done good. We're, we're all gonna yeah. burn well you know we, you haven't got long left so it's fine that's right yeah <laughs> i better go eat more cake that's while like, i can yeah that's like cool all right well um yeah uh, thanks for depressing me today reese that was was fun it's not it's not it's, it's a positive call to action is going hey there are there is solutions it isn't the end there's lots you can do well give, give, all right get yeah all right fine i guess yeah <laughs> <laughs> bye everyone next episode is gonna be fun fun, fun, fun. historical one i've got loads fun of fun fun i got loads we can talk about Okay, all right. <laughs> do, you want preview, do you want to preview the stuff we can talk about? Sure. You got 30 seconds. Go. Um, hold on. So my list is, I've got 88 pages of notes. Actually, no, you know what? Oh, no, no. I do got Surpri one. I, I, I tell you what, I'm going to tease you what the next one's about. Just a tease. I, I want to be surprised. Just a tease. The title yeah. is Mind Control in Montreal. All right. I'm sold. <laughs> Already. You don't tell me anything more. I'm oh, looking want, forward to this. John, uh, John. No, no. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. It's good. Mind control in Montreal. Mind and you know what? I like this idea of teasing the next episode at the end 
of every okay. episode. So that's, yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. If you want to learn about how mind control was implemented in Montreal, then tune in next week. Okay. Oh, I'm excited. Excellent. Cool. Great. Oh, and uh, and uh, yeah, if you want to say hi, leave a, leave us a SpeakPipe message. Go to speakpipe.com slash Canadian politics is boring. Or if Reese decides this time to put the link in the show notes of whatever podcast you're listening to, just click on it with your thumb. It's, it'll take two seconds. Whatever. If he remembers, which he, I think you do remember, you just choose not to do it. Yep. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, dear listener, do you enjoy listening to us ramble incoherently about Canadian politics and history? Boy, do we have a special fucking treat for you. We've got our first ever official live show at a bar. It's at Two Crows Brewing on uh, Brunswick Street in Halifax on Sunday, May the 26th at 8 p.m. And uh, if you go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, if you look at the banner at the top, it will take you to the tickets so that you can uh, book a ticket and come and spend some quality time. It is going to be a very intimate affair. There are like only about 50 tickets available. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to drink a lot. We're going to quiz. Reese is going to quiz me at the end, but he's also going to quiz the audience and see if they know more than I do. And any alcohol you buy, Reese and I, we promise to drink it no matter how much it is. If you want to hold our hair while we barf in the plants outside of the bar, we'll do that for you. So go to CanadianPoliticsIsBoring.com, click the banner at the top, and on Sunday, May the 26th at Two Crows Brewing on Brunswick Street, we will see you there.